Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, December the 11th in 2023 on When I Rise. Today we begin year B, the third Sunday of Advent. And on the Monday of the week, we'll take a look at the Old Testament passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary and this week of the church's calendar year. And so we find ourselves back in the book of Isaiah. It seems to be the theme for the Advent season. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4, and then we'll jump ahead to verses 8 through 11. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4, and then verses 8 through 11. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew re- renewed c- ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and I'll make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the Sovereign Lord will make the righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. This is the Word of God for us. All right, so we begin a new week in uh, the last part of Isaiah as in the scholarship in the academy. They call it Second Isaiah uh, because uh, from 40 to the end, 66, it's Second Isaiah because it's got new themes. This idea of newness and new covenant and a forgiveness of sins, a return to the land. Um, as it says here in verse 4, like rebuilding the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. So these are uh, these are oracles of good news, heralds of good news to the people of God. They've been laid waste by the Babylonians, and they're going to return. And as they return, God is going to bless them. He's going to fortify them. He's going to allow them to, to flourish like he had promised in days of old. And uh, this is going to be good news, not just for them, but for all the nations. Um, this is something that would be a new feature uh, to the, the promises of Israel to their expectations of what it means the people of God and it shouldn't have been but I mean over time they just got so focused and uh, on their own needs and upon their own nation and so this restoration of things will come with that renewal of the promise to Abraham Uh, let's be reminded back in the book of Genesis several times Abraham's promise that he would have a family offspring and a family 
They become a nation that they would bless all nations. And so in verse 9, it says, Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are the people the Lord has blessed, right? And so there's going to be this fame. There's going to be this honor that's going to uh, cover the people of God. Have you ever been in a place where um, maybe it's a person or it's a group of people or a family, and it's just so easy to love them? Right, or maybe if your personality can be a tad jaded at times, you can say it the other way. Like it was really hard to dislike them. Right? Uh, they were kind and considerate. They were generous. Um, they came early and they stayed late. They they bust tables and they stacked chairs. Right? Uh, they their kids always had a card for coach and a a gift for. Um, the elementary school teacher growing up, right? And uh, all the leaves in the yard were raked and they would make their way up the street and they would know all the neighbors' names and uh, you can count on them if you needed a pound of flour or if you needed like a, I don't know, like a drill bit or something like that. I kind of feel like in a, in a writ large type of way, this is the destiny of the people of God, um, that we would be, like Jesus said, like um, we'd be the seasoning of salt uh, to the ends of the earth. That there'd be something so unique, features about us, so compelling that uh, it would enrich the nations. Unfortunately, I think sometimes that's, this is kind of at a rarity among the people of God. I think um, the anxiety is at an all-time high, at least since I've been a Christian for 20-some-odd years and 20-some-odd years of being a pastor. Um, there's, there seems to be this assumption that we've got to like stand our ground and we've got to, like, um, you know, contend with every idea and thought out there. And um, I think that's maybe a part of what it means to be the people of God. Um, Sure, like that's something that we see in the scripture text. But um, I think sometimes if we give ourselves license for uh, for that posture too much, like it's hard for people to find us delightful. And it's because we're not finding any time to be delightful and to delight in our work or delight in our families and delight in the world around us to engage our city to be thankful for the places that we're from right and so i think uh, one of the things that um, we can be reminded of in the advent season this new year in the life of the church is to embrace what it means to be the people of god um peter has these interesting lines i don't think that we'll get to them this week um, in the new testament readings but uh, you know peter talks about this interesting scenario at the end um that uh, if we're long-suffering and doing the right thing, uh, Peter says, uh, a paraphrase here, that um, people will praise God on the day that he visits us because of our conduct. Like, isn't that wild? That uh, people will find that our life is so peculiar and so good and so helpful and so advantageous to have us around that uh, when it's all unveiled and um, God visits us and all the pieces are put together for them. They're going to say, you know what? Like these people had it right. And um, it'll dawn upon them. Like there was a, there was a wisdom. There was a faithfulness that was uh, lived among the people of God. Um, I just think that this is uh, something that is, could be an aspirational vision for us as the church. Is to say, you know, when I go into this room at work or at school, or when I go into that family reunion, when maybe some stuff has gone down and, maybe connection has been so vibrant or uh, there's been instances where people have been at odds at one another like I'm gonna rise above like the digging in of the trenches of sides you know like I'm just not gonna bring the vibe down like others might and that's up 
to them. They can live their one and only life the way they want to. But as for me, like I, I want to leave a blessing behind. Like I want to be the one who isn't who enriches lives around me. Uh, and I think that, that comes with a critical decision and maybe even a discipline in our own lives. And and that discipline is um, to not let things <laughs> like so frustrate us all the time that we feel like we got to like armor up and we got to like I don't know get in rock fights all the time, right? <laughs> but it's said to be the people who. We know that we're going to be a blessing at the end. That's the promise here in Isaiah 61. So why not like start acting like in the room that we're going to be in, we're going to be the blessing. Like we're going to we're going to lift the temperature of the room. Um, we're going to help out the, the folks who need it the most. We're going to greet people, not ignore them. Um, if there's like like a dragging down of the vibe, like we're going to try the most winsome, non-judgmental way possible to bring the vibe back up, so that. As we leave the room, people are like, you know what, man? I'm glad those people are around, man. Like, that's what I'm talking about. And they're like, they're just made aware, like, because we're around, like, like the base note of what it means to be human is heard once again, like loving kindness, camaraderie, community, mercy, forgiveness, grace, like all those things that people really crave. Like, we're the ones dealing that out. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, addiction um, ministry here in town and I think other people use this as well but they have this slogan that they're a hope dealer instead of a dope dealer in that wild what if like we just gave ourselves the task of being hope dealers like that would be wouldn't that be refreshing I know that I need people in my life to be like that and maybe I should begin uh, not just hoping that somebody else would be it but that I would be that and then I could start and maybe set the pace for others yeah so there's those things in my life spend some time praying to our God this morning Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are um, pulling creation, mending the universe towards a place of redemption and blessing. And we thank you that um, we get to watch it all around us, outside of us, but we also get to watch it within us. We thank you for the profound change that happens as we are found in Christ and Christ is in us, that we can know peace and forgiveness, but we also are being changed and transformed to be a different type of presence in the world. Uh, We thank you for this you know, this vague image within the text this morning um, of a group of people, descendants that will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples, that there will be a reputation and an honor given to the people of God. And uh, as we give ourselves to life in you, you transform us, you make us more like you, and people begin to recognize your life within us. God, we confess to you that uh, we need that in spades in a day like this. There's so much upheaval, there's uncertainty, there's a frustration and divisiveness and bitterness. And so instead of waiting on another solution, uh, we ask that you would send your people into places where light and life is required and needed. And so God, this day, may you find that willing heart within all of us. And I pray that as we live into that reality, be more disciplined to be people of optimism and hope, that we'd see the world change around us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.